welcome to the trailer park podcast this is episode two and we're going to be talking about knights of the old republic the remake star wars in general i'd say uh my guest here is connor he's a big kotor fan as i we we've talked about kotor for what like three or four years at this point just when we yeah, realized we liked it yeah who do you write for at the moment sportstalk.com sports talk okay i couldn't remember for a second i i knew it was sports something yeah uh, i do general gaming stuff now i've been working on a kotor article but it's uh slow going that yeah i'm working on the kotor video and it's uh my first i did a light side playthrough which was like 40 hours and i'm currently like speed running a dark side playthrough i've gotten mm. i've gotten about half the game done in about 10 hours i think or 10 or 12 hours which is way better than my first playthrough. That I like went through all dialogue and like let it play right. out. So it was, but Achuta. yeah, so much talking. But so this main subject we're gonna kind of land on here is Kotor remake. What like what we're interested in seeing? Kind of our um, our fears almost mm. going into um the remake what we think could be approved what we want to see stay the same and everything um i i want to start with what's your idea about um like this i guess the story elements do you want a mostly unchanged story like ba like yeah. do you, i would agree with that do you think that they're going to add more side bits and like flesh out things in general i think they will and i'm i would be okay with that like if they want to, like, obviously they're going to, like, stop the Juhani quest from breaking the entire game, which it's done for me in the last two playthroughs where I've tried to do the Juhani quest. Mm -hmm. So stuff like that is obviously going to be changed. And uh, I'd like to see them add a few more bits, like, I don't know, flesh out minor characters, like maybe the two dudes who run the shops on Dantooine. Uh, maybe add a few characters, like, small little things, like, robe customization options or something like that but if they start changing like major story elements then we're gonna have a problem mm -hmm. like i think they uh disney renamed Korriban, the home of the sith the birth the birthplace of the the sith order i don't know what to call them but um like if they change the name of a planet okay fine if they add a new planet like ooh, it better be really good yeah that would and be if they yeah That'd be real. That'd be real weird if they just said, you know what, not enough planets. You know, even though if you do, I think like what is it? Kashyyyk is like the planet with like the least amount of side quests, like the least amount of content in a sense. Um, yeah, I'd like to see some more stuff there. It'd be cool. Yeah, I I think that would be interesting, and that reminded me because I'm doing that planet right now uh for my dark side playthrough and the zerka corporation corporation mentions how they're renaming the planet right yeah and it's such the a end, I think. yeah and it, they're like it makes much more sense than this old archaic you know from their stupid language i was like that is such a that feels very current age ish in a yeah. sense yeah it's too real uh, a lot of elements of the game feel too real now that I'm playing them when I'm, you know, 25. It's insane. Uh -huh. uh, just a lot of 
like Basila's story, like her whole like companion storyline was really interesting. I just finished that doing my dark side. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't do anything for her on my light side playthrough. I didn't do a whole lot of the, I did like all the side quests that weren't companion specific for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, I've done hers and like missions this past playthrough because I forgot mm-hmm. you can find missions brother on Tantooine. Yeah, that, that part's fun. And, piece of shit. Oh yeah, he's an <laughs> asshole. It's been and it's been real nice streaming on Twitch because I have some people in my Twitch chat. Like, if I forget something, they can just they'll either look yeah. it up or just tell me how to do it because they remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but you gotta it, love the community around old games. Oh yeah, and something I was thinking about while I was playing because I've been playing the Old Republic just in my spare time while playing through this on stream and everything. I'd be interested to see what they do with um, with the combat, obviously. I don't think they're going to go anywhere yeah. near like an MMO-style combat because since it's a single-player experience, they can kind of make it more in-depth. Um, but I, I don't see the combat of KOTOR returning because it is this yeah. like ancient style, and it's like... It's really bad, actually. I, 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 I like it. I like it still. It works, but it's very clunky. It is very not funky. very tactical. It's very it's very breakable too because you can just yeah. Uh, Papa was telling me how you, in menus you can just use health packs and it doesn't cost actions. Like yeah, once per round, but still still broken. It, yeah, it's the only way I could beat it on hard. To be fair, but I I've not done a hard playthrough in a long time. And I think it was just over like I don't even know what I did to get by on my hard playthrough, but it was. <laughs> not fun yeah it's more about the story mm-hmm. than anything like the gameplay if the if the, the ideal remake for me is like the story is almost unchanged maybe there's a little bit more side content and the combat is fun yeah like that's that's all i can ask for truly i i was kind of thinking about how they're going to with playing through it like twice so far at this point uh it's very much i think they're gonna have to completely retool like the drop system yeah because it is an absolute mess how that like it's all well no some of it's rng some of it's predetermined it Mm. doesn't make sense like and yeah i'd imagine they redo that whole system i'm wondering if there's going to be like um like durability in some sense Mm, i I kind of hope not I I hope I well my my idea was like god items I I feel like it would add an element to it but if they do it poorly it'll suck Yeah Um yeah. I mean I liked it in Breath of the Wild but Mhm that's a know. it's that's probably a... not going to be like uh like Kotor ran on D&D 3.5e basically adapted th- heavily for video Was games, it 3.5 yeah okay Pretty sure because Baldur's Gate was uh, a 2EA, two, second edition advanced. So Bioware had like some kind of license or something with uh, people behind D&D. Oh, I didn't know that. So. Gosh, I this just... Every time I have a conversation about KOTOR, it just reminds me of how much more like research I'm going to have to do for a video. <laughs> like, I, I... I need to look in, like, to... 
I need to know more about like its critical reception at launch. Like it had to have been mm. good in my opinion since they yeah. they rushed Kotor two out so quickly. Within two years, I think it was. It, it was Kotor one came out in two thousand three. Kotor two came out in two thousand four. Like it was a year. Oh, your audio cut. Oh shit! I don't know if you were covering it, but you're good now. I can hear you. Okay. okay. That was weird. Uh, but yeah, they really rushed it out. Uh, yeah. and I think it came out on Xbox first. I don't remember. Kotor uh, did absolutely. Yeah, it was yeah. a timed exclusive, and then it came out on PC later. Because I, I honestly completely forgot Kotor Two was even on PC. Um. But I, I do remember the I, I found my old Xbox copy of KOTOR 2. And Hell yeah. it was very weird because I played the first game on PC in like 2005, I think. Mm. And then I, I remember I was in like a mall or something at a GameStop and I just saw a box that said Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2. I was like, I didn't know there was a second one. And I bought it and it was one of the buggiest games I've ever played. Yeah absolutely insane yeah vanilla um, coats are too is almost unplayable oh yeah it's people like get a like current age people who play coats or like on steam and everything or even on mobile because mobile has you know all the updates and everything now or restored uh, content mods on there yeah yeah uh like they'll say oh kotor well kotor one on pc has so many problems like if yeah you, if you don't mod it like if you get it on steam at least yeah and don't mod right. it. I had to have pa- Papa sent me like a Steam link, like a Steam community post that had like thirty mods or something that I added to uh-huh. my game. Um, Same. And it's been interesting because this, I think, is my first pl- my light side playthrough was my first playthrough with the Kotor One restored content mod. Mm. So there's been a lot of just like little dialogues here and there that where like either I notice or like my Twitch chat notices and it's like that's new, never seen that before. Uh-huh. It's not quite as important as the Coats or Two restored content mod, but it's still interesting. Mm-hmm. I yeah, Coats or Two had so much more cut out of it, like so much yeah. more. Uh, I remembered. Um, you know. What is the is it Yavin Four where that uh seller is? Yeah. Someone in yeah, my Twitch chat was Shivan like Tom. Yeah. Uh someone in my Twitch chat was like, I've never seen that. I was like, I think it was DLC. It was one of the first DLCs ever. Yeah. It that Three, was insane to me. I was like, I, I completely forgot it was DLC, but then I kind of realized mm. I'm like, I definitely played through this game without ever seeing this guy. Yeah. Um, and he's got some cool stuff to sell. Baragwin shadow armor. Oh, his exoskeleton. End game, his items are the best. Like Ooh, I was mantle like, of the force and the heart of the guardian too. Two yeah, crystals. I had both of those in my light side playthrough. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's <laughs> what I like dual wielded when I finished the game. Right. I my my someone who's been in my Twitch chat for like all of my streams. His name's like Krusty Bagel or something. I think. Uh, he he was like, "Hey, you you really need to have destroy droid before you finish the game," and I couldn't remember why. And then I realized, "Oh shit!" Yep, it's yeah that that Mal- section that section, which I just I it came to a point because Malk was kind of just whopping on me, where I just I would just run away from him and just I had like thirty thermal detonators. I just yep. fucking bombarded him. 
uh gosh it it but i will say something i really hope they do in the in the remake is they don't hard line you playing a jedi or like sith character so hard because they will, but... <laughs> they, they will but it's like man come on i want to play like a little bit more I keep wanting to use blasters on my main character and I keep being reminded that it's absolutely terrible. Yeah. Blasters suck. They're awful. Like you can get away with it, but you can get away with it. But like in my last one, I had Candorous, like I used Candorous the entire time and I gave him, I bought like the best, like his best possible weapon, I think, and upgraded it. And it was fucking, it was disgusting. He did. All, he he. His range was like twelve to forty, and then there was damage on top of that. Yeah. Because I I really prepared for Malik. It's crazy to me how hard Malik is, even if you prep for him so much on normal. Mm. Um. They better uh, put Dance Dance Malik back in the game. You know about that? Oh yeah, that where you can beat the game where it's a dancing twi twi twi. Yeah. You just I, get to the Star Forge, and he just turns into a Twi'lek and starts dancing. Yeah, I someone in my chat was telling me about that. I was like, "Oh, good lord!" <laughs> that I I've never seen that person. I feel like I've I had I heard of it. There's so many little things about Kotor's. Like I've just heard of it in passing at some yeah. point, and then I definitely need to see that at some point. Papa, Star Wars Legends. Papa did like make me want to look into speed running it because I didn't realize well, speed wacky. Yeah, uh, you can beat the game in like two hours completely glitch free. Yeah, just by a, I saw a glitch at a marathon once where they'd like hide the spoiler, which is fucking awesome. Like Revan takes off the mask and there's just no one in it. <laughs> it's oh like goodness. we're not gonna spoil the game for you if you haven't played Kotor. You should go do that. They just wait. That was like from a glitch, or like they modded it like that. A glitch. Like oh, he, yeah. It was a vanilla copy of Kotor, and he just glitched Revan's face out of existence. <laughs> Go play the game. Don't get spoiled here, kids. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. I... Oh. And then he was telling me how in the glitch route you can, you can get your security so high, you could just go right into the... Uh... Right... Wow, why can't I think of their names right now? What's the one swoop gang? The not the Bex. The, bl- the Black Volkers. Yeah, Black Volkers. I could not think of Volker for some reason. Uh, you can because for whatever reason, when they coded it, the, instead of coding it to a value that was literally unattainable, they put it just a, as a really high value. And you mm-hmm. can, if you use the, there's like a leveling glitch. It's like fake leveling, I think. Yeah. Um, it will just you can get your security so high that you can bypass impossible doors and it causes like sequence breaks and everything. Mm-hmm. Sick. Yeah. I sometimes I feel like they do that on purpose. Like they didn't set it to nine 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 nine, they just like kinda Or like here's we'll set it to like eighty. No one's gonna get through this mm-hmm. unless they really find a way. But I like that they left a little back door. Yeah, there's just like these little instances of like, okay, well you can have some fun if you can <laughs> figure it out if you shatter our game into tiny little pieces i guess we'll let you yeah <laughs> um you th- something i'm like really interested about for the remake is you know bioware's not involved at all like right. ea's not dead. involved at all 
But yeah, Bioware's like only thing that they do is fucking the old Republic, from what I could tell. Yeah, um, they got let out of jail to make one Mass Effect, and they really fucked that one up. So. Oh yeah, that I. That was, was that Andromeda. Yeah. Yeah, I. <laughs> I have not. I have not played Mass Effect in a while. I do have yeah. one and two on PC. And, well, actually, I think I have three as well. Um. I I I do. Someone like as I've been playing through Kotor, and someone mentioned something. It was like I got to play through Dragon Age Origins again. Because mm. my my uh, pathway of like I played Kotor one in like two thousand five ish, right? And then I played. I think I played. Uh, oh gosh, it couldn't have been much later. It must have been like two thousand seven. My actually no, I think I played Kotor in two thousand four, and then like two thousand six, I got dragon age origins because i got like an old laptop from an uncle and i played through like me and my brother played through that had no idea that it was the same developers and everything and um and that was like well that and mass effect one were like the last iterations of that combat system yeah the most updated versions at least because i think back when there were still rpgs yeah back when there's still rpgs instead of Inquisition is more of an RPG than like Dragon Age 2 was. Dragon Age 2 yeah. is hot garbage, in my opinion. Yeah, DA2 is one of the worst games that Bioware ever made. I, I remember being so hyped for that and then seeing... I remember, I yeah. swear there was promotional material saying the games literally play different on console and PC, but I have not been able to find anything about it. Mm. I thought there was some amount of difference, but like it's more of an action game and it just sucks. It's just really bad, yeah. Yeah, um, it's just one of the other kinds of sequels. There's like Vampire Strikes Back, and then there's DA two. Yeah, <laughs> Like I remember getting to like the first city in DA two and just being like, "Yeah, I'm done playing this game." Yeah, because you don't you start in like a you start in the middle of like a fight or something, and that immediately you soured in the of my a fight. Yeah, it soured my entire experience of the game because I was mm. like, "This is not Dragon Age." Yeah, they're like, look, we made the combat system bad. Aren't you excited? Aren't, aren't you ready to play this for like 30 hours? Because we still made it as long as a Dragon Age game, but, you know. Yeah. Oh, and at the end, they don't let you finish unless you've cleared your entire journal. In fact, I didn't know that until I saw a video on it the other day. That is disturbing. I. Yeah. Man. <laughs> it's like, it makes me glad Bioware is nowhere near this game. I'm like, yeah, but my hey, other... like they were great, but no more. Yeah, they no they left a good base for Aspire to work from. Yes. And like, yes. obviously, when you talk about Bioware, it's like it's not like the same Bioware devs that worked on KOTOR 1 yeah. were the same be- totally devs that worked enough. on the newer Mass Effects or Dragon Ages. Um, mm. But like they Aspire seems to have some of the original KOTOR devs, which is a very big uh, positive for me. Yes, absolutely. I was worried until I heard until you told me that I was like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Well, maybe it's not so bad. Yeah, it's like it's definitely. Um, I was talking with my chat about because I think I mentioned the they have a they hired a new writer, who was very open mm. about the fact that she was writing on Kotor, but she's also very social justice sort of person, has interesting views of certain things and like. Very publicly, it said Kotor was not her favorite Bioware game before. Yeah, 
Also like, publicly a Ray fan, which is really what gets to me. Yeah, publicly a Ray fan, which is also like a ooh. Mm. Uh, but supposedly some of the statements I saw were pulled very out of context, which it's like, I'm giving yeah. it the benefit of the doubt sort of thing. It's, right. I, it's just, I don't, the themes of KOTOR, like it really plays with a lot of things. Like there's some dark subjects in that game. There was a, there was something that was cut from the original KOTOR that I found in like the very end of KOTOR one, which in the. In the, RC, it, the restored content in the restored content yeah in the sith temple uh on uh mm. below the star forge there is a like wound there's like a paralyzed yeah. sith and Her i was like broken or something yeah and i'm like can you just kill this crippled woman that's kind of morbid yep. i didn't obviously do that right but the dark side options are like comically evil in kotor one oh yeah it's so weird what you can do at times like, yeah, just with like no benefit to yourself, just like murder people in cold blood. Yeah, so, so I will say, oh my god, some of the dialogue options are just so funny. Uh, during the Bastila conversations for her like side quest, uh, I remember the line where Revan or where uh, the main character says like, uh, "Just keep me in line," you know, blink. Blink once for dark side, twice for <laughs> yeah. light, or something. And I'm like, holy yeah. fucking! There's so much funny shit said in these games. Candace is also like, Candace and HK47 have like some of the best quips, like in the entire mm -hmm. game. Um, sure. I took something I've never done before, which is where I don't take uh, Zalbar to Kashik on Kashik. Um, Basil like will insist that you go and get Zalbar. Yeah. Like she like Which, oh it's it's like I was like no shut up I'm playing dark side anyways fuck you <laughs> like because uh, then Zalbar just gets forced into it anyways like he gets pulled out of your party if he's yeah. with you too so it's like why even bother well I I'd assume the setup is Zalbar gets pulled out of your party you go down to the uh go down to the ground floor in the Shadowlands and you get Jolie it's a very very obvious there's so many like little things that are just very obvious setups mm -hmm. um but you can see through the curtain at times yeah there's def we've been playing the game since 04 05 so yeah i mean when when you've played the game through so many times it's like it was still it was very interesting to find as many things that i didn't know about yeah um and i don't know it's i something i'm really hopeful that they like when it comes to voice actors i don't know who voiced joe lee i'm hoping they get the same voice actor there anyone that they can get they're reprising their roles like candace's voice actor died brooks voice actor died oh god uh i think he's the same guy voiced vandar but there's a couple people that are unfortunately no longer with us but uh, obviously bastel is back we heard her in the trailer mm -hmm. i think karth is back pretty sure Pretty sure HK's back, but I don't. I don't really know anyone other than Bastila. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to. See. I mean, I was. We're not gonna get any more information. I think until like middle of next year, like at the earliest. Yeah, maybe even later than that. Yeah, that was. I was. Someone in my chat said something like, "I like I kind of you know the most hopeful idea is like holiday 2022 for a release." I was like, "That's the most. That's like hopeful for information." I think. Because the way yeah. the way Aspire made it sound, it's like 
because if they're trying to do it on the same level when it comes to like how extreme and how in-depth the games were created in 2003 but putting that into our standards now oh my headphones look mm. like uh, they are going to be working on this for like three years, I think. Years and years, yeah. Because they have a budget of a hundred million, so. Oh really? Yeah. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. Because they have to, they have to redo all the cutscenes, like all the like. Because um... that's one thing I do really like about the Old Republic is how well so many of their like um, full-fledged like animated stuff is. The CGI stuff is like yeah, better the than the prequels. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's insane. Crazy. Like, and I, they're gonna have to do a lot of that for like you know the space fights and the f- flying around. Like, if they're gonna yeah. keep it on the same fidelity, obviously just brought to current times, it's like, and a lot of these planets are gonna need. Re- I can, the workload for that game is like terrifying. Yeah, there's a ton. When you look, especially if they wanted to add anything, especially like you just look at a planet like like Manon, I feel like mm. it's going to be very hard to kind of replicate. It's be wild because that that planet's huge. You get lost in it so easy. That's something I hope they fix. I got lost on that planet. There's like east, central, east, central, west, central, and west. Yeah, and and, and that's just Auto City. And then yeah. it goes down into the ocean itself. So yeah, and you can only go in from like you and en- you don't even enter in like at central, and the path is just yeah. all fucking weird. Uh, there's like the docks. Yeah, I forgot even about that. And then there's five. Those five areas I mentioned are after you get off your ship and mm-hmm. come into Auto City. Yeah, so, it's I'm crazy. And I'm obviously like they the amount of work that's going to have to go into like voice acting since it's crazy how many characters in those games, like Bioware RPGs really set a standard when it came to like voice acting in games Mm -hmm. because the amount of dialogue that they like need people, you know, people in the booths talking and the quality level of there was like, I think I pointed out like two characters almost in the entire game that I was like that, that was kind of bad like voice acting wise but other than uh-huh. that it's like pretty good it's all good yeah, yeah. like the there's they you know they i don't even want to call it a cut corner but the aliens speak in their like pre-canned like mm-hmm. achutas and their moon papisas and all that gibberish shit but all the humans like it's not like something like oblivion where like the same six people voice like 800 different characters like they have unique voice actors for like a lot of characters yeah and uh, the remake is going to be even more in that realm. I imagine like every Sith trooper having a different voice actor or something crazy. I wouldn't doubt that because with the way voice acting's progressed, like you can, that sort of workload is a bit more manageable because people can do so much from home now. And like, vo- you can, yeah, true. You can sell, like, obviously there's got to be some uh, secrecy. So for like the bigger roles, like it's going to be a little, probably like bring people in. But like just these random people talking on the street or something or just random conversations, just send it off to some Joe Schmo who, who's like, has like at least a decent, you know, voice acting record. Um, and that, that reminded me when I was doing the, I did Basla and missions, uh, side bits. And I, so I ended up on Dantooine to get their hang, like either hangar interactions to like progress their stories. Yeah. Uh, Cause you have to do that. To yeah. progress the side quests for some reason. 
it, yeah it's so it's so and like jolie's like one of the only ones that progresses almost automatically it's just through dialogue yeah yeah it just it took a lot less for me like i got jolie's on accident in my light side playthrough yeah. where i had to do a lot to get missions and bastilas um, yeah, and Juhani's just breaks sometimes, like I mentioned. I I killed Juhani this last playthrough. I kept wow. her. For, I kept well. I kept her for my light side one. Okay, uh, yeah. But I this one, I was like, I'm I'm bad, and then I just killed her. Evil. And I, the first time I played, I actually didn't know you could save her. <laughs> I was just like, ooh, a Sith. Yeah, kill. Kill. Yeah, because you're like, I am ten years old. <laughs> Yeah. Not even. Like, I'm, I'm like I'm like of Republic. I'm like eight or nine years old. This yeah, is a I video game. Like seven or eight. It it's definitely like I remember playing through the game like a second time when I was just like a little bit older than the first time I played through it and being like, Wow, this game talks about a lot of like stuff I don't normally hear about. Like because mm-hmm. I, I remember getting somewhat through Bastila's like dialogue stuff on accident when I was younger and her talking about her parents and her bad relationship with her mother. And I'm like, yeah, like, damn. oh, geez, this is and you're used to used to video game dialogue like in Mario. Like, I'm a Chuckster. Yeah. Wahoo, that's, that's you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> but oh, what I was saying was the character model for the character that runs up to you for both Bastila and uh missions like thing they're the same twi'lek it was very yeah. funny and but yeah. what but one speaks twi'lek and one speaks basic that's funny so it was very weird uh i don't know if it it might change based on planet in some way i don't think Maybe. so it's probably just them trying to convince you it's a different character model yeah it it was very i was just like are you i i want to see if that's true uh, I know, like, uh, I think Jolie's character model, the character model for his, like, person that runs up, I think that's, I, I hadn't seen that one anywhere else. For the one his who, messenger. like, yeah, the one who tells you about the court case on Manon. That, I had yeah, actually, I think she's only on Manon, I'm pretty sure, right? Or is that, well, so, his, like, someone tells you about it. I didn't someone, realize. Someone, someone will tell you about it. If, like, I was on Corbin. And oh, someone okay. came up, and I was like, "What is this random guy doing on Corp? Who who would just be, you know, lounging about on Corp? And if you're not evil, uh huh. Have you opened the secret box? The secret that you box. You on Cor- Corban. I don't think I have. Oh, you don't know about that. I don't think I, I do. I I have to go to Corbin still because I did. I did like first or second on my last playthrough. Which it's like, well, talk to the guy outside the cantina. Okay, and then I will do don't that. listen to him. Open his secret box. Oh, I f- now I now I'm like remembering something about. I don't know what's in it, but I, I'll definitely have to. I'll de- I'll definitely do that. Uh, I, I was like a goody two shoes. I never I never did anything. Anybody told me not to do. That's exactly how I used. Like I, it is so hard to be evil sometimes. Oh yeah, especially in KOTOR 1 because it's like... Pretty fucking brutal when you're evil. Just flagrantly evil, yeah. In KOTOR 2, it's like the evil options are just like selfish, but understandable. There's a little more... like KOTOR 1, I I think, gives the... It does an amazing job doing a very overall setup for 
a de- deconstruction of the Star Wars ideology that happens in KOTOR mm. 2 because right. uh, I've been watching a lot of like commentary videos about it but KOTOR 1 very much follows like the hero's journey like beat for beat and yeah. KOTOR 2 is like a kind of deconstruction of Star Wars's Star Wars as a whole approach to the hero's journey philosophy when it involves the force and everything yeah uh, and that that's just such a can of worms. like For sure. W- that they did not have enough time to open over at Obsidian. Yeah, Obsidian was like, oh no, there's too many worms. <laughs> We're just going to send We have them. a month left. We have a month left. There's so uh, many worms. Go into the dark depths of space. <laughs> and then we, BioWare's going to abuse this in 10 years. Uh-huh. Or 8 but, years. Uh, Something interesting about Kotor One that I've been thinking, I, like I was, I always thought about um, Malachor Five from Kotor Two, the planet that gets destroyed by the mass shadow generator. Mm-hmm. I always compared it to the original trilogy because I was like, oh, when Alderaan gets blown up, only Obi Wan feels anything, and Luke doesn't even acknowledge it. But in Kotor One, Terrace gets fucking glassed, and no one really even bats an eye other than Mission. Yeah, it's like. So like hmm. Like when you play through the old Republic, they explain billions died. Like yeah. that Taurus is a huge planet. Mm. It and it's a fucking crater now. And it's a crater, and you know, they it over three hundred years have passed, like in the Star Wars, like like in that if we're going based on like old uh timelines, three hundred years mm. passed and like they still have not recovered Taurus. Like, mm. and you know, they've, it hasn't been, it probably a, never will. Yeah. It probably won't ever happen. Cause there's so much and it. I, something I really like about the old Republic is how they do, uh, rat ghouls, mm. like how they approach, how they would have changed, even though 300 years, isn't long enough for major mutations to happen. And they kind of made it seem like it was. Yeah. But of course it's star Wars, there's space, yeah, it's... space magic. Right. Uh and then someone someone in my Twitch chat, I was say, I was talking about how I was like, is there like uh like force uh like force whales in the galaxy like just flowing through space or something? <laughs> and there is. I, I was yeah. think I was thinking about because I was thinking about uh Monstro from Kingdom Hearts, because he just fucking flies <laughs> through space. Like that'd be a cool concept. And someone in my chat's like, yeah. That exists. It's in Star Wars Rebels. You need to finish watching Star Wars Rebels. I'm like, yeah, I do. You could even count the uh, the thing that they land in in Empire, the giant asteroid worm. Oh yeah. I I gotta. There's just so much about Star Wars. It's like I've definitely mm-hmm. I definitely was like when I started this time off from work to like play through Kotor to do the video. I was definitely like, yeah, I'll just play through Kotor once and then I'll be good to make a video. And now I'm like, I'm like just looking at Star Wars as a whole, and I'm like, there's too much shit. There's too much going on. Very there's deep so much. Hole, yeah. yeah, like there's so many people who have had their hands in the basket, and yeah. they've made great things. There's a lot of great things in like the Star Wars continuity, and but it's so much, and it's hard yeah. to process. For sure, and even to tell what's canon and what's not. Yeah, and I'm hoping. I'm interested to see. Because, you know, 
Old Republic, not canon. KOTOR's technically not canon. Like, well, yeah, it, it's currently not canon. Like, it's very weird uh, how they're going. It's to... weird, yeah. I, I wouldn't doubt we'll it if in the next, you know, five, ten years we get a different Star Wars MMO, MMO set in like a different time period. Yeah. Um, hopefully nothing to do with KOTOR. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, they'll milk that for all it's worth. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm assuming the major like, I'm really hoping Lucas Games and Disney to some extent, but you know, Aspire, I feel like Aspire is filled with people who very much appreciate the old games, like with how much yeah. care they've put into you know porting the first game to mobile and porting two to mobile, re-releasing it on PC, you know, all the mod support and every I, like. When mm-hmm. KOTOR 2 was announced to have mod support, that was one of the craziest things I had ever seen, because it was like, who just adds mod support to a game that was released in 2004? Hmm. But... Like, people who know that it's, you know, you kind of need the mods for KOTOR 2 to be playable. Mm-hmm. It goes from, like, a 6 out of 10 unfinished disaster to, like, a solid 10 out of 10 game for me. Yeah, and, like, uh, the... And I think KOTOR 2's, like, improvements on the battle system and, like, just inventory and yeah, items the and animations everything. animations anim- Yeah, like, everything, the fluidity is, they, like, way more fluidity compared to the first game. Yeah. That, and, like, it feels so much less clunky. I was fighting, I had, I was playing the first game, and I kept getting the bug where at the end of combat you would freeze. Um, mm. And that's connected to your refresh rate normally. My refresh rate matched my game's FPS and like everything, and the refresh like there's a refresh rate setting in the game. Uh, mm. It turned out that you have to have VSync on, or just fucking. Breaks. Sometimes you have to have it off. Yeah, or so, some bugs where you have to have it off, and some you have to have it on. And... I had an interesting bug happen when I went to because I just finished Manon. I went, mm. uh, you know, down to the underwater facility, and all of my dialogue was bugged. It was auto playing mm. until I got to the next part where, like, the scientists were. Weird. Yeah, just very little inconsistencies. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I I keep having good ideas about like things I want to talk about when it comes to the remake when I'm like streaming, and I need to just have like a notepad or something so I can write them down because <laughs> I, I I swear I've forgotten a bunch of them. But because there's just so much to like, so much to adapting a game like that to a current day system, especially uh-huh. especially because it's going to be on console first. I don't think that's, yeah, that's fucking weird, man. I like, I'm actually pretty upset about that. Like, I don't understand why they're doing that. I I mean, it was technically an Xbox timed exclusive as well yeah, when it first but, came out, but it like. It gained its Jesus. life on PC. Like, KOTOR <laughs> yeah, 1 and 2... PC is the definitive edition of the game, and it's going to be the definitive edition of the remake, too. Yeah, I'm just glad it's a timed exclusive. Uh, yeah, I mean, it could be worse. PS- it's just annoying. PS5, when it comes to, uh, like, controller variety, is actually surprisingly good, from what I understand. And, like, the controller just can do a lot. So I don't think it will limit too much about the game's, like, design philosophy. And I don't think Aspire would let it limit it. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think they're developing it as they would have, and the PS5 thing's just a side effect of Sony getting their claws on it somewhere. Yeah, it was pro. It was probably like, hey, like you guys can do the remake, but like we gotta. Sony's paying us a fucking bag to time exclusive yeah. it. So, right. 
I mean, that's what Sony does. They just pay. Yeah, right. They'll pay so much money for a time exclusive. Uh, right. But from a marketing perspective, to me, that's like kind of pathetic. Like, Jesus, your two killer apps are Demon Souls from 2009 and a KOTOR remake, which came out in 03. Like, you guys have no original games that, at all. I mean, that is current day video games, isn't it? Just uh, Yeah, fair enough, actually, I guess. No one makes new games anymore. Yeah, no one makes new games. They just improve. They try to improve. I will say the Demon Souls remake. Great. I've never played Demon Souls before yeah, this, sure. but I love it. Uh, and it's oh i just i i need them to not i'm just hoping for the developers to not pussyfoot it in a sense of you know really toning back things that were in this like there was very much you know racism in the game like oh, totally alien racism that's going to be a thing that happens it was i mean it's a it's an ancient society compared to what current day like star wars is so there's going to be some differences in ideology um mm. and i think it's frankly i think it's more offensive if they retool terrorists to be like this welcoming and inclusive place it's like that's I, I being exposed to the anti-ithorian racism and like even the children are bullying this guy and there's this yeah. crazy old white dude on the corner like that's all important to show like the darker underbellies of societies. Oh, and for sure. by removing that, you're not like improving a society. You're just cutting out like a valuable lesson yeah. that can be learned from this. I mean, from this video game, because people get people for some reason. Even when games do it very well, like Kotor does, where there this stuff happens, and like Karth will immediately be like, "This guy is just a piece of shit." Like yeah, and none of none Crazy of the old kook. nobody on like your uh, no one on that you play as like none of the characters have racist tendencies. Like mm -hmm. that was a very I think that was a well like the character like even the Mandalorian isn't racist. Like he you know he'll call people by their race or something, but he's not like he's not as outwardly like just against other races because. Mandalorians yeah. aren't like that anyways. Right, they just want honorable battles. Yeah, they just want honorable battles. I, I love the Mandalorian concept. Mm -hmm. um, and I They're think... Sick. They are sick. The, and Candrus, like, is such an interesting... I need to... I want to do his... I said I wasn't going to, but I'm going to do his side quest, I think, because I haven't... I've never done his. I've done... Oh, really? Yeah, that one's sick. I love it. I've done carts, I've done Bastila's, I've done missions, I've done done Joe like I don't think Jolie's is much more than like you you get the thing on um on Manon, like they'll tell you that it's happening on Manon. Mm -hmm. You can do it either way. Um, yeah, I don't think you need the messenger for Jolie's. Mm -mm, you don't. Because you can you can mm -hmm. you could do that whole case before you even get Jolie. Oh true, yeah. Uh, but I mean, his stuff is mostly just interesting perspective on the force and the Jedi code and everything. Yeah. Um, before KOTOR 2 did it. Yeah. It, Pretty cool. I love how well, like how well KOTOR 1 starts to give you the inkling of like, yeah, you, you know, the gears are turning. The gears are turning. It's like, oh, the Jedi won, blah, blah, blah. But it's like the entire game, like you are 
Like, Basla is realizing, yay, the Jedi Code isn't as perfect as we like to think it is. And, yeah. and obviously... And the Jedi Council are a bunch of lying manipulators. Yeah, it's like, you can't... I After you play the game through more than twice, it's like, wow, um, the Jedi kind of just do what the Sith do, but less outwardly facing. Obviously, yep. less murder, yep. but more manipulation. Yeah. More child kidnapping, too. Yeah, that's something I'll never, like... Because, you know, people with very surface-level ideas of, like, Star Wars are always like, yeah, Jedi are obviously the better. It's like, it's still very cultish. Better, but... Still problematic. Mm. Mm. Definitely not perfect. Yeah. there. It. That's the whole point of KOTOR 2. Mm. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then you just notice in... All the media after KOTOR 2, it's like, you see, the Jedi actually... It does seem like in the Old Republic, the Jedi have somewhat changed. Like, they're a bit more, like, reactive. They're less, like, we're just gonna fucking do nothing. Yeah. But that's also because it's an MMO. Yeah, true. I, like, it's... it's. I I hate the fact that you kind of have to rationalize with outside factors in some sense when it comes to some of the storytelling because it's like the the different uh, mechanisms of the different games will breed different ways uh, the story is going to be written. Yeah. Um, Have you played Fallen Order by chance? Uh, I installed it, but I have not played it yet. I, I... It's not like a super deep Star Wars story, but it definitely, I think it's a very interesting one. Um, Mm. And, you know, it did exceptionally well. Like there are like Respawn who made Titanfall. I was so surprised that they could go from making like a very good first person shooter franchise to then making a Star Wars Dark Souls ish game. Yeah, that's what I didn't realize it was them. Yeah, it's Respawn. I was like, holy shit. And they got like as soon as it like was received well and everything, even though it was a little buggy, um, they were like greenlit immediately for like a second game. I think they've already, and it's interesting because all the characters in that game were done mocap and designed based on the actors that played them. So Mm. there's very good chance they could show up in like live action stuff, uh, which I would find very interesting. Because I I really like yeah. the main character yeah. in uh, Fallen Order. You it was. Have you ever? I doubt you've watched Gotham. Uh, if you've yeah. heard of it, oh, okay. I can't remember what the actor's name is, but he plays the Joker in uh, the Gotham TV series, and he's just a very good actor yeah. in general. But I don't know. I feel like the next few years, when it comes to Star Wars media outside of the movies, it's going to be amazing. Well, because, I mean, the movies are over until they decide to make three more. Which they are at some point. But, obviously, they're dumping a lot of money into Star Wars properties that, you know, live Mm -hmm. action. They had the Bad Batch come out, which I've heard mixed things about. Um, I'm just very excited to see where... Because I I really think they're trying to... expand the universe in a sense since they're they're remaking kotor 
they're trying to fill in all these gaps. The Mandalorian did really well. Um, they had this Bad Batch show. They added, they did another season of the Clone Wars. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I really want to see them do more stuff with like Star Wars Rebels. Um, I don't know. I'm just excited to see Revan in like full HD and just see all these characters like really proper because the rigidness of KOTOR 1 is really obvious and very just like, oh, this feels weird. Yeah, it's very stuck in its time. Like, it aged better than a lot of games from that time, but it's still very much from 2003. Yeah. I I have a feeling it's... Because another depth that they're going to have to add is like... I'm assuming they're going to at least try to mocap a lot of it. Like when it comes Appreciate to con- it. when it comes to conversations, because mm-hmm. that leads to like another whole lot of dev time. And even though realistically that like as long as they make the models and everything, they can just you know slap it on the mocap. It's just I'm interested to see how they do that because you know in the you they could show some amount of emotion on the characters in the originals, but there was definitely a uh, they didn't have the technology. Yeah. Now they do to the point where it's like you can have some pretty crazy uh facial like emotional things shown. Mm. I just hope it's like they don't overbearingly do it to where then which they might. Yeah, which they might cuz it's, you know, it's like that's the that's kind of why I was thinking about Fallen Order was because there's like all basically all the cutscene bits where people are talking, I'm pretty sure it's all mocap. Mm. Um, and that's how a lot of like triple A games are nowadays that have any amount of story semblance. Like that's how all the Last of Us games were. That's how, like, I think the tr- Detroit Become Human games were. Um, which I heard the studio behind Detroit Become Human is making a Star Wars game, supposedly, mm. which I think would be interesting because those games are very much uh decision based and your decisions matter and they affect like the whole mm. continuum the story yeah. david kides really likes making movies so who's that that's is that a, that's the guy who makes uh detroit oh okay become human and uh heavy rain and all the other oh yeah yeah, yeah. i found forget- two souls that kind of thing yeah that's that's him david kides david kides mm-hmm. hmm. i think that would fit i, I think but, it would uh, fit as long as they have it, it's going to be interesting to see if they try to do it with characters we already know, or if it's going to be a whole new thing. I'd assume it'd be, you know, they have thousands upon thousands of years to play with. Like they'll probably set it in some time period where they can kind of just let it exist. Yeah. Which is what they did with Kotsar. Yeah. Just pick thousands of years ago and right. Whatever. Yeah. And I mean, they're like, obviously they want, they want KOTOR in the canon because well, at least it seems like they want it in the canon in some way because for one yeah. thing people there's a lot of fans of KOTOR there's a lot of like big name yeah. fans of KOTOR <laughs> um, and and in the was it the latest movie or the movie before it there was like a whole battalion that was named after Revan and they like explained that Revan mm. existed and everything Somewhere in recent canon, canon. I think it was in Rebels or something. Mm, yeah, there. I just know there was some sort of 
something was named after Revan. And then there was a specific yeah. planet that only showed up in the KOTOR games that was in uh, one mm. of the newer Star Wars movies. Mm. Yeah, there's... Underon, maybe? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. It may have been Onderon. I, I remember seeing it. This It had to have been not the newest one, like the first or the second one in the newest trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. I think there's just so many factors going into a game like this that I just don't... It's so hard to say anything, especially with how little we're working with. Yeah, we don't know much. We know that it's a remake and not a remaster or a reboot. If it was a reboot, they would have just called it Knights of the Old Republic and left it at that, like they do with, you know, Doom and Smash and yeah. all the other games that have the same goddamn title as the originals. Mm-hmm. That it's a remake is, like, promising to me. Because it's like, that means to me, we're remaking KOTOR from the ground up. It's going to have new systems, but the same story, basically. Maybe some extra bits. But, like, totally new combat, completely redesigned, like, character models, like, planet locales, side quests, maybe. Um, I just, I really hope they keep, like, RPG elements, because I'm tired of games just, like, not having any. Like, completely just, like, washing that away, yeah. Yeah, like, Mass Effect Andromeda was just a shitty third-person shooter. Mm-hmm. So, I really don't want that to happen, obviously. I just, yeah, because knows, we don't know yet. Because remakes have to play that, that fun tolling of the line of introducing new systems yeah. without introducing a system that completely does not play well with having this older like other system because right you have to like if you want to do i feel like porting stuff like computer use security and everything that's gonna be very easy because it is mm-hmm. very much not combat oriented um but then there comes the fact that you know you're gonna have stats and everything that'll affect like like because it's weird because you're going to have they might have to cut back. There's so many force powers in the game and that you know it could do that because it uses a D&D based system. Yeah. Whereas Where you if queue up actions. Yeah. There's a queue of actions instead of just rapid actions. Um, mm. Which it's like and if you all modern games that use a Q, even slightly queue-ish system are like MMOs. Yeah. So it's I could yeah. do it mass effecty where you have like a, a hot bar mm-hmm. like one to nine of a bunch of different powers and you can pause at any time. Yeah, I feel maybe. like the Mass Effect like combat system is like a pretty good evolution of the Bioware's like original system. Mm-hmm. Um it was at least the most un the the least bastardized version of it when they're comparing right. that to like Dragon Age two. Uh because Inquisition like completely changed everything again. It's like more similar to Mass Effect, I'd say. Um, yeah. It's because it you just gotta leave. What's so fun about Kotor is the many different ways you can kind of do things, and if you take that away, it just becomes another action game. Exactly. Um, so I just yeah. don't want it to be another goddamn Dark Souls ripoff. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. Oh God! If the system's got that change, where you're like. Have don't, a dodge roll. Yeah, have a dodge roll or anything like that. Like, just let me, like, even if it's, like, not necessarily cue actions, like, 
Cause I feel like you could speed up KOTOR, but keep some amount of like that queuing options. Like, uh, or just like more tactical options where you like can position individuals. Yeah, I, like, I at the same time. I want mines to be more useful as like a concept <laughs> in the games. Especially yeah. in one. They're a little more useful in two. But, yeah, I like never put mines down. Yeah, I just sell them. Like I, I have mm. amazing demolitions. Uh, I I think demolitions. Yeah, because demolitions somewhat affects like grenades. I think. Yeah, I think so too. I think it affects sure. like I, th I think it affects like your like hit DC or something. I don't know. Uh, but when it comes to fucking mines, it's like, yep, yeah, I'll pick these up and use them never. Yeah. I I had a really interesting uh thing happen when I was on Tantooine. <laughs> uh, during I was doing the Basilisk side quest. I had to go back to uh, the uh, the lair, the dragon's lair, uh, mm. to get the holocron. So I walk in there. I'm playing as Basilisk because Basilisk has four speed. I can go quick. Run in there. I grab it. I turn around and Darth Bandon is there. I was like, oh shit, I forgot he's coming. Uh, Darth Brandon. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I. <laughs> He's such an edgy fucking like cringe lord. Yeah, they they should change the hell out of his character. I'll tell you that. Well, he's very boring. I I yeah, give some more depth to like Malik's lackeys. I feel like yeah, Ma like that is one thing. Like Malik is not given a whole lot of like exposition. Obviously, mm -hmm. it's because and like we don't even get very much information. Coats or two. All the information about Malik and Revan and everything and what happened to them in a sense comes from after KOTOR 2 mm. and in that Old Republic book about Revan uh, which, which uh, yeah. yeah or the, ca the cave in KOTOR 2 has a bit of it too we see like Malik and Revan recruiting people mm -hmm. and like it's they give like a more uh, it's just so but yeah, Bandon is just all of the people that follow Malik. I was like, oh, they're just all coneheads. They all have like their shaved head like Malik. Like they're all uh, just fucking dweebs. They Bandon yeah. walks into a room like with his shoulders like flared back. Like, I mean, obviously he doesn't do that with his model, but like that's how I picture Darth Bandon. Mm -hmm. It's he's an asshole. He just yeah. throws a random soldier that did nothing into a computer and kills because, two people. Yeah, he walked, he walked in front of him five feet away, <laughs> and then he killed him and two other people and two droids yeah. and did, like, thousands of credits and damage. Like, just for no reason. Just for no reason. Like, he's like, oh, yeah. you disrespected me. And Malik's like, good. Dark side. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, so anyone... Listening, don't get the impression that we're just like don't change anything about Kotor because there are there's some problems. The dark side guys are just fucking Saturday morning cartoon villains is like the most common criticism I've seen, and I kind of agree sometimes. Not Malik, I kind of I don't think Malik needs to be cuddly, and you need to know everything about his backstory and all that. But Bandon's fucking lame, and I would yeah, love to Bandon, see him get some depth. Bandon is really fucking lame. He's like, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. He he said like his line when he like confronts you is something like I'm gonna try to kill you as fast as possible and cause you the most pain. I'm like, be shut up. But oh, so yeah. when I was in that cave, Basila and HK47 were in the cave, 
and I just look out past Darth Bandon and I just see my player character running towards me and I'm like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> he got he got caught on something right. on the way over. Right. I'm like, that can happens. I can I start this combat and he'll just be over there? And and now it teleports you. I was like, oh, that sucks. That because <laughs> ah, it, it would have been tactical been genius. Yeah, but it was just, just so funny. Running from behind, and... just turn around, yeah. and I'm like, who the fuck is that running? <laughs> oh, it yeah. was that the yeah. the little. I will say the little quirks of the game make me laugh. Like at times mm. where it's just, oh god, the thing about the Shadowlands though, make those fucking monkeys shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. It's so, every two seconds. On my dark side playthrough, I did the 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 Assassins League quest or something. Well, I did on my light side one too, just to do it. But you know, General Haradan. Yeah, Geno. I can never remember that fucking name. It's. I don't know if it's Geno or Geno. I, I said Geno Haradan. Yeah, yeah, close enough. Uh, is genocide. I, I mean, no one ever says the name uh, in basic, yeah. so we never get a pronunciation. Uh, mm-hmm. But you fight the shapeshifter, and he turns into a monkey, and I'm like, oh, I'm dark side this playthrough. I'm just going to go massacre a bunch of monkeys. Uh, mm-hmm. You can only kill monkeys in a certain spot, I realize. I thought you could just go up to any monkey. And, and I guessed the right up. one on the first try, and I was pissed. Damn it. Even though I think the... The Zerka guys with like the with the equipment, um, they will give mm. you a quest to kill some monkeys. I think I just massacred them though. I force persuaded yeah. one to run away, and then I killed the rest. I I fuck Zerka up at every opportunity. Yeah, I I I'm very I'm gonna be very sad this time because I'm doing like every basically dark side option I can. I'm siding with Zerka on on Kashyyyk. Yeah, I... I've never, ever even considered that. I have never done it before. I, I've i never, yeah. like, until I killed Juhani Slavery. this time, I, I had never killed Juhani before, like, on purpose. Because mm. um, I think I've always, like, saved, like, save scum that if I fuck it up somehow. Um, uh-huh. But... I, your, I just dump every point into Persuade. Oh, yeah. Well, I was playing, like, Scoundrel, so that was a cross-class skill. Oh. oh. Yeah. When I on my last playthrough, I had a like max, like basically as high as persuade as I could, and I had force. I had the next thing past force persuade, which was like dominate mind. Dominate mind. Yeah, uh, but I didn't know. So after you, if you kill Juhani, you get uh, there's a there's a Padawan that talks to you in the Jedi. Leia. Is her name Leia? Bulea. Oh, Bulea. Um, the one in the circle, right? When you yeah, in. and she's like, she, yeah. you know, you didn't even try to say, I was like, and I was being a, I try not to be a, too much of a dick in dialogue when it doesn't matter, because I just don't feel like uh, it. But like, I think to her, I was, asshole. I think to her, I was just like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on my, uh, on my recent playthrough, I did something I'd never done before, because I was always a goody two-shoes, but uh, on Tatooine with Tannis, the guy whose wife tries to murder him, Yeah, I had always saved him before but this time i had bastila with me and even she was like i say leave him and i was like you know what yeah fuck this guy i was like i'm gonna leave you here because it would be better for the environment yeah he's fucking killed himself he's just running around with droids i so i saved him got all of his credits and i was like 
I bet he's I bet he's shorting me right now. And I was like, I'm gonna fucking kill him. <laughs> so I killed Hell him. Yeah. And he actually he gave me all of his credits. Oh. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh well shit. I was oh, like well. I got some I'll take your shit and sell it to the uh sell it to somebody. Uh-huh. Don't then, mind the blood stains. Yeah, don't mind the blood stains. Uh, I then attempted to. Uh, the lady sells you the. Oh, the hunting piece. Uh, the raid, the raid yeah. skull plate. Yeah, this raid skull plate. I, I don't have a good enough persuade to like undercut her. Like, <laughs> I was gonna undercut her this time because last time I just took it and sold it. Like I was like, yeah, I'll give you five hundred because it's worth five hundred. I always go for seven hundred. I didn't. I didn't have. I had like no credits on my light side playthrough. Oh, I cheat every time. Oh, do you? Do you do the item yeah. dupe? Yeah. yeah. No, I just enter. I open the console. I'm like player oh. dot add credits. And you're just like I'm fucking rich, million. bitch. <laughs> I came from a noble family. I uh, I just, I when I started last like this time I did Tantooine to Manon, so I just went and won all the swoop races. Mm-hmm. And just got like, and I, since I was evil this time as well, you come off Taurus with so much money if you're evil. So much uh-huh. money. It is crazy. You, like, side with the Vulkers? I sided with the Vulkers. I sold the serum to uh, Davik. I, like, I did mm-hmm. everything evil. Like, I, I killed the one lady who hit the, the uh, gang member with a vibroblade. Oh, uh, uh, Dia. Yeah, Dia. I knew, I was like, it's a, I was like Dia, Tia, or something, and then, yeah, Dia. She she was not happy. Uh, n- neither was Karth. <laughs> yeah, Karth is like, what the hell are you doing? We can't just murder random people. And then two seconds later, he's like, down you go. <laughs> oh my god, I shoots them to death. When I started playing this, and the first time Karth goes, let's, he goes like, let's go. I immediately think of the da baby thing. Or yeah, where he goes, it's let's go. And I'm like, Karth, never say let's go again. <laughs> never. I cannot I picture I, I cannot think of the baby Karth. Karth is a baby. He he is a little bit of a bitch sometimes. I used to hate Karth. I used to never take Karth anywhere or talk to him at all. Yeah. Well, because he's no, such... I'm like, yeah, whatever. Well, he's like understandably like has fucking PTSD. Like, yeah, because his home planet got blown the fuck up. His home planet and wife were murdered by his former yeah. commanding officer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he just had to basically watch it happen. Yeah, it's like, you're, you're just like, man being mean to me as I play funny space pirates <laughs> game. Or space yeah. space cowboys game. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, I definitely, I kind of agree agree that when i was younger i did not care for karth i yeah. always i always use like and especially as a kid i just always played with jedi characters just all jedi because right. it's just so busted said, right. right especially like jolie who's just like i get a million i get like every force power if you level me up like every mm-hmm. single fucking one he gets two force powers like every few levels like it's yeah, consulars are insane you know, in, the, in in vanilla Kotor one, consulars are actually have the sentinel skill set. Like they mix them up. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Like sentinels, this, the the sentinel class identity is like we're kind of okay at combat and kind of okay at force powers, but we're mostly really good at skills. 
Mm-hmm. But in Kotor One, like Sentinels just have almost no class skills, and Consulars have like all of them. It's yeah, the really wacky. The way that they like did the that's actually I hope there's more variety of like Jedi classes in the yeah, remake because it does feel very constricted. Yeah, they really like didn't care that much. It seemed like to not even realize like oh the class based. Like the the skill based class doesn't have any skills. Like, did no one? Did no one check this? Fucking, yeah. Did no one play Sentinel even? Because I I don't know anyone who's ever done a Sentinel playthrough myself. I always do Guardian for the most part. Because Sentinel's like the third one, right? It's the yellows. Oh, and... I think I played Sentinel. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. I have one person. Yeah, yeah. I've done one consular playthrough, and the rest of them have just been Guardian because I love Force Jump. I didn't realize that the Sentinel thing was broken, though, because I... Yeah, they're just useless. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Oh, they still have lightsabers, I guess, but... Yeah, I I was wondering, I'm like, I feel like I have fucking nothing. Like, obviously, I had a high charisma, and there's an item you get on Corbin, which gives you, like, plus four will. It's like a headpiece. Mm. It's fucking busted. Um, Mm. And so I had, like, crazy DCs for all of my force skills, there was a point because I got force wave. I could go into almost any combat and just force wave and kill everything. Yeah. Force storm is my go-to. I, I'm doing force. I'm doing force storm on my evil character, and since I'm such mm. a dark side character, like it costs like nothing. Right. Uh, a lot of the games, I feel like I just really towed the line. Like I just stayed in the middle. But, yeah, Kotor too. That's like that's the way to do it, in my opinion. Yeah, but in Kotor One, they really want you to. Yeah, they want you to go either way because so many items are dependent on if you're evil or not, or good or not. Like, there's a really good set of Jedi robes that you use in Kotor One that you have to be light side for, and there's a good headpiece I think that you have to be dark side for, and stuff like that. Yep, and the Starforge robes only are given to you whether you're light side or dark side. Yeah, because they like just... a replica of Revan's robes or Starforge Jedi robes. Yeah, I got the Starforge Jedi robes when I did it the last time through. I had never done that. I didn't even know that was uh-huh. a thing. And they look sweet. Yeah, they're and they're you know just good stats. Uh-huh. But I think I think we'll probably wrap it up there. There's just you know we could talk <laughs> forever about this stuff. There is one thing I forgot to mention earlier about okay. the social justice thing, if you don't mind me getting that in. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bioware actually was one of the first video game companies to include a gay romance in one of their games in Juhani. It was only available for female characters. Oh, right. I I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Because I was like, I know there's like a, there's a romance option where you're like, you know, it's like a lesbian option or something. Or Mm -hmm. just a same-sex option because... Yeah. I know if you're a female no game ca- male option, but yeah, because if you're a female character, you can romance Karth. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I had done, I had done that one before, and someone in my chat didn't even know about it. I was like, yeah, I, I, and I did it on accident. I didn't even like really <laughs> purposely do it. You're just being nice to him. I was just being I very nice to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's, yeah, I Bioware was, I, I felt like. When it comes to a lot of stuff like that, ahead of their time in some sense, and then for sure, and then the devs all went to other places because they were like, ah, Bioware's kind of not it anymore. Yeah, 
Yeah, in, in summary, I really hope that the remake doesn't, like, try to skirt past tough issues. Yeah. The original hope, didn't. Yeah, the original really, you know, it very much faced the problems and, like, yes. there is so, like, it even deals with, like, obviously, like, Sith and Jedi are kind of cults in a sense. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. really call them that. Like, it does kind of start making you question that, but it when it comes to like radical ideologies and everything, which is a very pernient thing in current day, uh, there's a lot of like radical ideology stuff in the game. And yep. there's a lot of political discourse stuff in the game. And Manon is such a good and interesting, like I feel like they could make Manon's like whole political uh, story a little more in depth because I feel like yep. there's, there's a lot of, I feel like it's good that there is some amount of like hey people on like some of the neutral party of manon know the sith blah 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 well i guess i guess there is a little bit of that with uh the sith and the manon ch- like the manon teenagers that they're uh capturing yeah i had a really interesting like almost sequence not even sequence break but just like s- weirdness in my game if you do not go and talk to uh, the the guy in the mercenaries area who tells you to look for his niece, you cannot mm. get to where they are in the Sith base. Huh? It uh, a Selkath opens yeah. that. It's an impo- It's not even like an impossible door. It just is locked. Um, and when you go, and <laughs> what I had to do was I went onto the base. Uh, you know, did everything, got the droid part and everything, left, did my court case, got away with it. Um, and then I just took the, because I did the hangar bay, took the hangar bay back after going and talking to that guy. And then that cell cast showed up and opened the door. I, I, I'm kind of hoping there's some more, uh, that, that made me think of how I'm hoping there's some more fluidity to like allowing you to, f- like instead of having to start at very specific points for certain quests, mm-hmm. similar to like the holocron and the crate dragon layer. Yeah. I like, hope you can just find that. Yeah. Just be able if, to find Cause that. I always do Tatooine first. I would like to be able to just find that in the cave. Yeah. And it's... then maybe later it becomes relevant, but mm-hmm. going back is just kind of like, eh, same thing with missions brother. Like yeah. wh- why is he not just cause like, I remember finding where they put him uh, in my lights mm. I played through and obviously wasn't there because I hadn't done the Yeah, I opened quest. the door and I was like, wait, isn't Griff supposed to be here? What am I missing? Yeah. I was just missing the conversation with Lena. Oh, yeah. It, another interesting thing. One of the only areas in the entire game where taking things actually matters is the, mm. is, um, the same people. I was like, so surprised by that and it lets you kill them with no repercussions you don't even get dark side points like oh. if, yeah you steal from them twice they turn on you you can kill them all you can take all their stuff and sell it all their, their all their sticks yeah i did that i i like i was like wait a minute can i do this i did it i was like this is so dumb <laughs> i I, I, think... I always listen to the storyteller mm-hmm it like I mean I did the whole thing where you like take HK forty seven through there and everything yeah. like I did it I did it the proper way the first time and then I went back there and I was like I need mm-hmm. credits so you guys have and to die unfortunately them. 
Yeah, so even though you only get like 750 credits. And a bantha. Yeah, and a bantha. And some rags. It's. I also had, like, I didn't realize because I almost always, like, help do the good side route. If you go and you kill all the sand people leading up to going into their territory, you end up with, like, 11 of their clothes. Like... Mm -hmm. And nine of them are put in your quest inventory, and then two are put in your like, only like two are put in your actual inventory, or something weird. Mm. It was very strange, and they don't sell for anything. So I just had eleven of these yeah. fucking things. And at first I was like, "Is it so you can clothe like every single person in your party if you feel like it?" I'm like, "But that's too many still." <laughs> yeah, but Probably just for flavor. Yeah. Or just, you know, oversight. Just some random shit they yeah, may have forgotten. Actually, that's probably more likely. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's a lot they have to do with items and everything. But I don't, it'll yeah. it'll be a new experience nonetheless. Yes. So, but... I'll I, fucking play it, the bastards. They got me. Yeah, it turns out... my favorite game, so... Turns out you make the game that gives me the good brain juices. I'm going to buy it and play it and then hopefully not yeah. cry. Yeah. But we'll see. But we'll see. Yeah. I have a good feeling though. I think I, they'll do all right by I, it. I think Aspire is gonna do their best. Like they're yeah. they don't have like they have Lucas Games like helping them. I think that's like a good mm -hmm. connection to have. It's a good good studio if they have any amount of their people still. Um and I'm just hoping Disney is like, hey, just do it, do it proper. <laughs> just take as much time as you need, but everybody. Yeah, as much yeah. time as you need. Don't go too quick. Yeah, rushed game is forever bad. Yeah, turn it, if it's rushed, that and then I mean, like you can pull a game out of the ashes, but a game like that, I feel like just it just needs its. We already mm -hmm. have a buggy version. We don't need a new buggy version. Yeah. So. Well, maybe at the at twenty years from now, we might have a Kotor three. We'll like, and that's kind of I think that should be like the last thing we kind of kind of touch on KOTOR like the KOTOR remake does absolutely rekindle the idea of a third game the it, possibility of it eventually yeah. existing yeah and because and there's a lot of like ways they could do it mm -hmm. and my thought process is like KOTOR 2 is in a state at the moment where it's a mostly functional game like it with restored content mod and yeah from the way it looks like since aspire has ported that to mobile and everything i feel like it is basically considered like a a full add-on for the game in a sense so there is a full experience there's a pretty full experience for kotor 2 at this point mm -hmm. uh where kotor 1 is still kind of in this weird kind of state where there's a lot of things broken um they remake the first game Maybe add little bits, but nothing too big of a change where it doesn't still flow into the second game. Mm. And then maybe they don't remake KOTOR 2 because they're like, it's... I don't think they need to. I don't... Yeah, I just, think it's in a... Let it be. They could re-release the game, not as a remake, but like a remaster with like everything just pushed into it and like as a full package. Yeah, like, just give the restored content mod guys a couple, couple thousand bucks each. 
Yeah, tell them like, hey guys, we're gonna take this work you did and release it as an official yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they'd all be like, hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, they did it for free for you know God knows how long. Yeah. Uh, and then that just opens. So we get the Kotor one remake that gets received well, does well, everyone enjoys it. It's like okay, this is you know yeah best Hopefully. best case yeah best case scenario yeah. sort of thing. And then we go into it's like okay guys we're doing Kotor three, and it it is going to be interesting since yeah like if they kind of keep to the same kind of basic concept of um, the ancient Sith and everything, it's going to be a pretty barren area of space. Mm, dark space. Dark space. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Outside and, of the galaxy. And. I'm just interested to see how they'll do like companions and everything because they do mm. say like uh, I'm pretty sure they say that at least in KOTOR 2 like with Kreia's visions and everything like a lot of the a lot of them follow you into deep space mm -hmm. um, and I, I'd like to see like even if you keep companions from one I mean from two like I'd be fine with that and th that's all you yeah, get I mean, in three be, I mean, that'd be fine yeah. Maybe Karth, Bastila, and then the cast of two that wants to stay with you. Yeah, I do. Th like Bastila never shows up in two, right? Only it's like she does, but as a holocron, uh, and she's in the Tilos apartment with Karth at some point. Oh, is she? I thought Karth was if, there by himself. If you pick certain options, like if you make Revan a man, I think Bastila shows up as like Revan's lover. Hmm. I, I uh, I'm kind like of depending depending on whether you make Revan light side or dark side in Kotor two. Oh yeah, I, yeah. It's it's if you be... make him dark side, then Bastila is a holocron on Korriban, and if not, then she shows up with Karth on Telos. Interesting. I I think I've only when it comes to Kotor two, I think I've only played it through like three times. One of them though, like I found my save for it, and it was like fucking a 55 hour save i played through that Damn. must have been like my major and i was like yeah. i was insanely leveled like i was like damn and i like decide i'm like i'm gonna just fight kraya real quick i fucking wiped the floor with her like, i was yeah. like i was a very i had a very good like that i don't even know what you can do with that game to necessarily like grind but i must have done mostly everything mm. um I mean, because it, it and that was restored content, so like you had the extra planet and everything. Yeah, but I that I gotta. I don't know if I'm gonna play Kotor two before I make this Kotor one video or after. I'll probably do it after. So I because after makes sense. Focus just on Kotor one. Yeah, and that's. I just gotta figure out how I want to frame it because it's such a. Mm -hmm. I, th I think it's gonna partially be a like, hey remake is coming sort of thing let's talk about that but also like yeah. uh it this guy's what they made the original so good yeah and like you know where it falters where we can see yeah. improvements it's just oh yeah it's a i've been me playing through the games even and just thinking about like all this stuff has been greatly interfering with me making other videos like i have a video i meant to f have finished for this weekend not even close to done. I'm going to hopefully finish it by the end of this week. But. Best of luck. Thanks. Best of luck on your article. That also sounds like it's going to be hell. 
It's hard, yeah. All the news pieces are done. There's no more news, so I just have to write like a a blog about how cool Kotor is and hope that it does well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just connecting um, all the information with what we like, yeah. all the information what we, we know, have, sort of thing. What we don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Well, it was good to talk to you about all this stuff. Yes, it's a it's a fucking thanks for having me discussion and a half. But yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, but. Ooh, do you have anything you want to plug or anything like your Twitter? Do you have like what's your uh, social media? Don't have any. You don't have? Did you get rid of your Twitter? I deleted my Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Oh uh, well, you you write stuff for esports talks. I'll sure do. Yeah. Uh, I can DM you my author page. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll I'll throw the author page in there. Something at least. Yeah, I appreciate that. Of course. Well. Good talking with you. Good talking with you too.